Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Okay. Fine by me. It's okay by me. I don't want to be here either.
Well, okay. Can you hear me? Am I plugged in? <laughs> I don't know where my phone is. Jack just sat on it. Okay, I'm trying to unmute you, Lonnie. Come on. There you go. Are you here? I'm here. How are you oh, doing? Oh, good. You can hear me. My other my other um, um, headband, headphones just totally quit working on me, so I was hoping <laughs> these would work. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm okay. You, it's me and you, kid. I oh, didn't announce it. I didn't announce the call much oh, okay. um, over the, you know. Probably yeah. should have, but I didn't. So, how are you doing? You were not doing so well the last time you were on. How are you doing now? Oh, I'm okay. It's just <laughs> yeah, ups and downs. It's up and down all the time. Yeah. So, uh, it's pretty good. Pretty good. I got some good. Uh, I like to do that. When did I talk to you last on Friday? I guess. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I like to listen to the church call on Saturday afternoon, and then that um, that Bob, they do a Bible study on Wednesday afternoons, and um, that one's good too. So those are good. And then I like my church here. Those are that's what I look forward to. I just um, <clears throat> I have a hard time listening to our calls. Um, yeah. When all they do is talk about the technology, uh, it doesn't. I, I just get tired of it. Now it's not just people. Um, it's not just people complaining because you hear the same complaints all the time. Yeah. But it's just I'm sick of the technology. Oh my! I mean, my concentration needs to be on other things, you know. And I've got enough yeah. to worry about. So I don't know. But no, I, I, I agree, especially when the technology is like. It's so big. It's 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 now it's it's a it's a major computer that thinks for itself. It's going to take us over and not. I can't go there. Oh yeah, I've I've had it with Brian. Oh, oh yes, man. He, he, uh, he tells you that the fear is one of those th- over emotions, you know, and fear and all that. Yeah. Or something things they work against us, and then he fills people full of it. So something's wrong there. I know he yeah. he's got it himself. <laughs> Now, something is wrong. It's exactly the same stuff every time. Every time. Uh-huh. He could and just turn on a recording and it would do the same thing. I know, I know. But, but I know, he's a T.I. He deserves to, you know, say what he wants to say, but not to take over like he does. <laughs> well, yeah. you know, you know, when he was on my call a couple of weeks ago, night uh-huh. call, I, you know, I did, was able to, and he didn't. He didn't scream and yell, but when he, he, it's like, if pleasing music or what you know, if if there are ways to get away from it, and he, he's talked about those, um, to stop the brain entrainment, which stops the psychological crap, which stops their ability to follow us as well, which stops all you know a lot of stuff. 
along yeah. with Dave C D. Well then why do we have to go back into all the scary stuff that they can do, right? Well, I do believe that transhumanism is a real thing. I think we got mad scientists out there doing it. They really and they really believe that they're gonna improve human beings by turning them into half robots, you know. I do believe that. I know they're doing it already. So he's right about a lot of this, but he doesn't give the solution. He just comes on and says his solution is Jesus, and you do what the Bible says. Well, that's not what Christianity is all about. It's about Jesus, but you believe in God. You know what I mean? The power. It's the power of God. And he doesn't, um, I just don't think people should instill fear without coming through with a real solution, and that just uh, bugs me. I think he he wants to. You think you know, what? He wants to. I feel for him. I think he's trying to get that relationship that um, believers have. But as far as actually getting that relationship and um, showing it, you know, or having it within, he needs the Holy Spirit within him. That's what you do when you fully accept him. And when that happens, there's a piece that just, you know, it transcends everything else. You may have a bad day and say so, but, it, um, you know, it's this eternal thing that's always yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. And I, w- I wish you could get it. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, boy, did you hit that on the head. Um, it's like that fear and that aggression and that, you know, what is that about? I mean, that's not about, that's not about the spirit of God. And I think God is, you know, around us and with us and in us. And we just have to tap into that, in my opinion. You know? Well, he, um, he, he wants to. He wants to. He will, hopefully, because um, he, he technically knows who God is. You know what I mean? He just, he just keeps, his big authority, though, is Dr. Duncan. And Dr. Duncan, his big authority is Dr. Duncan. Yeah. And Duncan's not going to take him in that direction at all. Because he doesn't believe anything about it. You know, he's one of those mad scientists. He's a good guy, but he's a mad scientist. <laughs> well, I'm not so sh- I don't know. I think, yeah, I think he's crazy. <laughs> um, I agree with that. Um, I'm not sure he's going in a good direction, though. He, he on, I mean, on his Facebook page, he does say some pretty, some unfortunate things about T.I.s, which I find unfortunate. Oh, I know. I know. You know? It's, it's, it's that. Well, if you're if you're here to help, you don't you don't find us amusing and kind of just down, you know. And I'm sorry, what did you say? I couldn't understand. If, when, if, when, you if you're there for us, you don't you don't talk about how amusing we are, and that um, you know he finds us amusing. I, I that, there's nothing about our condition that is amusing. Oh, you know what I'm saying. And that's what I that's where I get offended by him. That's because we're so far below him. Exactly. In intelligence and understanding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're just yeah. um he's the teacher and we're the listeners. Uh, well <laughs> he's got I can't to get it one day, but I don't know. I don't know. He is targeted and he'd like to get his family's targeted, you know, so he's got all the bad stuff going on, but um Well I can't. Anyway, so do the rest of us, you know. Yeah. And that doesn't yeah. mean that we sit here and 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 make fun of each other unless we're perps, you know. Pure perps make fun of each other, make right. fun of where we where we are. But not. I just don't like it. 
I just don't like it, you know. I heard you tell me last time, I can't listen to Neil very long. He just goes too far out. Oh, out. God. But he's a good guy, I know. And I, I, so I shut it off, and I listened to a couple of YouTube, you know, preachers. And then I came back at the very end, and this guy came on. Who was that guy that came on? Oh. So mean to him. <laughs> and then you were defending Neil then. I thought, yeah, that guy came on and said, we've been talking, listening to you for two hours or something. I thought, well, just uh, hang up the phone and do something else. Exactly. I don't know who that guy is. I do know that Donaldson came on with a new voice and uh-huh. a very low, very hello, weird voice. You know Donaldson. Do you know who he is? I don't know. Where is where is he reside? He, well, he, under a bridge in San Francisco, or so he uh-huh. said. Okay. I just, um, yeah. Okay. Um, I just, <laughs> and now, and, and he's studying law and, 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 and announced that if you want to get a mental, if you want to get a clearance, what would you call it? A report on your mental condition, go to the probate court. It's like, what? What? Okay. The, probate, the probate court is there for estate purposes, not to determine your mental condition. You know, they, they can send you to a psychologist. I mean. If they, if somebody come, wants to come in and, and say you, that you're too crazy to handle your estate, therefore they should take it over. That's one thing, but that's not the purpose of the probate court. You know? yeah. yeah. And um, I know that okay. I, I was dealing with my husband's probate for years. I know that, you know. And yeah. um, but so he was in there with a very low, bizarre voice um, last uh-huh. night. Um, I think he's as I think he's very very passive aggressive, and um, I don't think he's a well person. I think he's there to mess with us. Uh-huh. And I know he is. And, so do you uh, think he's a target, or do you think he's? Oh no, he says he's, he's not. No, he says he's not. He says oh. I'm not a TI. I'm I'm here to help you. Uh, oh. Okay. Um, he's there to, to laugh, oh. and I don't appreciate that. You know. I don't know. I don't blame you. No. I don't blame you. Yeah. So, but I'm not in a very good place myself today. They have oh. everything I do, they go after. And I'm, I, gets real tiresome. And I have to keep my mouth shut. What's the sad part about some of this is that uh, when you when you talk in the rooms about what works for you or something yeah. you found and it's great, they, they go right after it. Exactly. They, you know, that's when they mess with what you're doing that's working okay. for you. It works that way. It also works another way. If you're sitting on the call and somebody's reiterating exactly what's going on with them yeah. and your folks haven't figured that out yet, because they're competitors, you know. Yeah. They're going to do it to you. So there's some real dangers, you know, about doing these calls, and I know that's why they like for us to do it. You know? so, oh, interesting. Yeah, I think you're right. It's happened, I know, several times with me. Because uh, I think Renata is right about one thing. These local guys, now not the satellites and the drones and all that, right? but the, the local guys are kind of on their own. You know, they're not... Um, oh. They're not always hooked, hooked up to, you know, the big guys like yeah. that. And um, they get a lot of their information, I think, from these calls. You know, of that. Uh, oh, I 
Oh, interesting. It's a contract. Um, contractors are, they're all making tons of money. It's just the uh, contractors have to be up up one over the other one, and that's the way they find out. Huh. How yeah. interesting. Yeah. Um, long time ago, I thought about, I heard about this long time ago. I was just out of school, I think it was, and I went out with this guy, and he was a Pepsi um, spy. He worked for the Pepsi company, and he spied on Coca-Cola. <laughs> you know, I, asked him, I asked him, well, did he spy out the recipe? He said, we will probably never find out that recipe. Yes. But we have, to, we have to keep track of what they're doing in order to stay up, you know. Oh. And that's what he did. I thought, you're good. Oh, wow. People like that way back in the 60s, I guess. That was, yeah. that was something. Yeah, that's interesting. Well, corporations have always kind of, you know, I was... I used to I, I used to call Apple and say, okay, now my computer's being hacked. I really, you know, we I call him and call him and call him to get help. And finally, this guy says, ma'am, if we can't keep them out of our computers, we probably can't help you keep them out of your computers. We are uh, hacked. We do get hacked. Apple, Apple computer gets hacked. Apple? Yeah. Exactly. Um, the U.S. government and everything. Yeah. That's, um, yeah. It's, it's just out of control. <laughs> the whole thing is, well, we make these hackers heroes anyway. You we know, what? We make the hackers heroes. We make yeah. people who do that sort of thing heroes because we need them to tell us what other hackers are doing. Yeah. The problem is within the heart. You got it. That's what Jesus said. That it's in the heart. You know. Yeah. <laughs> it's like who was that that said? Uh, oh, it was that preacher from the 19th century. Uh huh. Who? Uh, uh, Moody. Moody was his name. Yeah. And he said, okay, they were talking about educating someone. Uh-huh. Education was going to solve everything for the nation. And it was a big deal to, you know, educate the whole nation because they didn't have public education in the same way that they do now. And um, he said, yeah, but the trouble is if you educate uh, somebody who's stealing railroad ties, you're educating, you'll take the whole railroad. <laughs> you, you know, so it's from the heart. It's the heart that makes you look a lot better, you know. Yeah, but, that's a little scary, though. <laughs> I know, it, but that's what we do. I was here, Robert Zacharias was saying, okay, what was the deal? He was saying pretty much the same thing. Um, okay, he said, our whole culture today is all about everybody gets their own way to choose what is right and what is truth and what is good and what is bad. And he said, we teach kids that, we send them to Wall Street, and then we put them behind bars by practicing that they are they choose their own right to do, you know, the truth. So yeah. we're, not, we're not there yet, I don't think. <laughs> well, yeah, anyway. we do. We do have a, we do have a, a, a world of, of, you know, getting your own kind of thing. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> My my second my second line just popped on oh. my phone. I don't have a second line, but when I get something that when I start to hear myself echo, I know they're on my phone and it shows up on my little you know on a phone how you have if you have a cordless phone you you have a little window there that tells you information about what's going on on your call. Oh. And when it shows up and it says echo. Which I and when I can hear myself echo, there they are. I I researched this on on. 
with Panasonic phones, what is that echo about? It's when your second line attaches or <laughs> connects. Great. So, anyway. No. So, so somebody's echoing you, huh? Well, at least I at least I know when they're tapping my phone and it's yeah. the guy across the street. I know that, even though some people say, oh, it's not your neighbor's. Well, they they dug yeah. up our phone lines not too long ago and were doing something, supposedly because lightning hit something 12 years ago, so they're fixing it now. Uh-huh. 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 Um, the guy across the street called him to tell him to come on out and fix these phones. And they dug them all up, and the guy takes it into his little truck and does something. I don't know what he did. Took the, the connector in the yeah. truck and... Um, and and ever since then, my phone just hangs up when it wants to. You know, I'm in the middle of a conversation. And I just it just hangs up um, if it's a pertinent conversation. Um, yeah. You know, um, I don't know. They probably do this one a lot too. I, they took it over last month. They they changed the the uh, time to military time. On your they, on your yeah yeah yeah. yeah. And then, and then they made it go dark, you know, and someone's saying when it yes. starts going dark, just shine a big light in it because they'll see it. You know, so yes. Oh, Isn't anyway. that cute? They were doing all these stupid things with it. So uh, anyway, I got some of that taken care of. And um, if I keep it inside the sleeve real quick, if I don't have have it just oh. working yeah. on it, then uh, they don't have as easy a time doing it. So anyway. I've got to get one of those sleep, or some of that material for my phone because that's uh-huh. a good idea. Yeah, because I, I, I think it would still work. I don't know. Well, maybe it wouldn't. Maybe it wouldn't. I guess you have to have it out of the sleeve to work, right? Uh, I guess so. Um, I'll tell you on uh, a personal call sometime what I do. A little extra with it too, <laughs> but you know nothing's perfect. <laughs> nothing's what? Nothing's perfect. No, that's true. <laughs> I bought the little thing, and then I added something else. So we'll see. But yeah, you know, I really. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry to bring it up on a call. Okay. And when um, let's see, something else. Another time when I'm just not attending it because I keep it on airplane most of the mm-hmm. time, but um, when I when I'm not really listening to it or I'll put a YouTube thing on and it goes off and I'm I'm somewhere else or dozing or whatever, yeah. then that's when they can do it. They can get into it, I guess. Uh, and so I don't, I don't know. It's, 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 they really are very aggressive about that thing. But you know what? When I still think, I, I visualize when I see, I know it's been, now I saw a little guy that looked like a military fella. You know, he's in the T-shirt, but he looks like, you yeah. know, Broad shoulders and certain walk, yes. yeah. and the haircut and all that. It was just yeah. exactly like. And he was standing outside my um, garage door in the back, uh, just ah. staring at this way. I had uh, done something to it, and so I, I walked around the back porch. He's staring at that thing. Then he looked at me and took off. You know, this is several years ago, so I know that there are other people doing it. But originally, it was this kid next door, wow. and the first thing he did when he was still a kid, you know. Yeah, because I think he was getting groomed by the the local deputy sheriff that came out, you know. Yeah. And first thing he did when you when you mentioned cordless phones, because I hadn't had a cordless phone in years, but uh, when they first came out, I mean, it was a long time ago. It was like ninety, 
the first thing he did, and I had just moved in to my house, and the people before had cut out cut out the back wall and put in a sunroom that was really neat, you know, but it was wide open there. And uh, all it did was go, now on his side was this big wooden fence, and on the other side was a wooden fence, and nobody could see, you know, it was private. It would have been private if without some intruder. It's very private. You could look all the way out. Or somebody could, if somebody you knew was out there, they could wait, you know. But, so first thing he did was, I got, when it came out, he got one. And I um, I had gotten in the tub, and he makes my phone ring. He's out there making my phone ring. So the only thing I can do is grab a towel or something, run across that area to the phone and answer it. And that's when I I pre-broke. Well, the first night I caught on when I heard him outside the window when I took a bath, you know. But this is a kid. That kid wasn't over 13 or 14 at that time. Oh, how clever. They were training him. Started early. But anyway, cordless phones, that's what I thought. Oh, because that's what you do with cordless phones, huh? You can't think of something else to do with them. Yeah, really. I was just testing to see how much he could, you know, annoy you probably. (laughs) Yeah, you know. I guess so. (laughs) Crazy. Yeah. You know something? Does it rain a lot where you are? Is it what? Does it rain a lot? Well, we were this weekend. We were supposed to have the worst storm that's been on record. I mean, it's, it's bad. You know, it's just typhoon was supposed to be coming in from Southeast Asia. Well, it didn't happen. <laughs> at church was the next day. We were going, did you get a lot of wind? No. Did you get anything? No. I had a tree fall, but that was earlier in the night. But they said all night it was really supposed to be awful, and it didn't happen. But we did get rain. It It's gotten to where in the summer it doesn't rain uh, enough. Actually, and it's been raining less in the summer, but in the winter we get a lot of rain, and we don't get as much snow as we used to get. So I don't know what's going on. And they've been spraying the last two years a lot. They were even spraying just before that storm was supposed to hit, and they do that because they say it whatever's up there falls in big, you know, large quantities. Then you know. Yeah. Huh. Well, your storm hit here. <laughs> Did it really? Oh, my God. It was rain and wind and rain, and we needed it desperately. Um, but the interesting thing is what I've noticed is my symptoms really kind of um, I have been less ever since it's been raining like crazy. Um, and they say the what, you know, the, well, rain does create negative ions, which... Um, which is good for us because they they produce you know they do a lot of their damage through positive ions, which is yeah. such a misnomer. You know, it's like negative <laughs> ions are good for you, positive bad. Um, but but it, it's amazing. I mean, it's it what they're yeah. doing is definitely connected to negative and positive ions. Because, oh, I'm you know, it's so much less when it rains. Of course, that means that we'll kick it up. They'll kick it up. They'll you know. They'll crank it up today, now that I've said that. But, um. Oh, I found out, um, I think I've told you this, but back in Texas that when the when the grid goes down, 
mm-hmm. you know, we would get the thunderstorm. We had a we had a tornado in in our our town. I think it was a big one. Yeah, I couldn't believe that because uh, that's not what we get here, you know. But anyway, um, back in Texas, I was staying with my mother, and and uh, if they were using something that had to be it had to be plugged in, and it was about the size of a boombox, and they would take it and plug it in somewhere. She had to have the electricity going. So I would get this all night long, you know, big. You know, I knew as soon as I laid down, it was going to start. And we had this uh, thunderstorm and everything, uh, the, the electricity went off, and I heard that thing go, yeah. <laughs> and it was off for about an hour. I thought, hallelujah, that's great. So what hell? But, um, yeah, I like the rain. I like the rain here, and I like the trees. You know, yeah. I think they helped to there. Uh, I found out too that um, who was it? What? Okay, here I dropped dropped it. Okay, here we go. Uh, who was it? I was talking to somebody from. Oh, well, I think it's a guy in Washington. I'm not sure. Anyway, talking about him going, um, you know, going hiking or something. Oh. I can't understand you very well. Okay, can you hear me now? Better. Okay. Um, was, anyway, what I found out was that the higher up you go, the less trees there are, and it, you can really get sapped a lot. You know, we've got a we've got a really neat uh, thing called Hurricane Ridge, it, and you drive up into the Olympics, and it's only about a thirty-five minute drive, mm-hmm. and Beautiful, you know, you get up into glaciers without going too high, you know. So, anyway, we call it sea level, it's a sea level, and uh, uh, it's neat. But uh, I drove up there, last time I drove up there, it was a beautiful day, and I got, I could tell I was really targeted until I got back down where the uh, the tree level was. Uh-huh. So, when you're exposed up there, it's very strong. And I heard the guy talking about, um, um, chemtrails too. He was saying people out there hiking, you know, on the on the on the hills, uh, uh-huh. are getting a lot of it, you know. Yeah. Closer to it, I guess. But um, huh. yeah. So the low levels are the best. You know, okay, I can barely understand you, but what what are you saying? You're saying that that when there are more trees, that we're more protected because I have heard that the trees do help. Back. You know what I did? I dropped my phone and I put it in upside down. So that's oh. how you can hear me. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I was just saying the tree level uh, down low in the valleys is a lot better than up on the mountain, you know. Huh, interesting. Well, well, I'm in trees. I'm in the mountain. Well, I'm at the, the, the foothills of the high Sierras. Um, <clears throat> but... Um, but um, the foothills, I guess I'm still lower than, than in the high Sierras. I don't know. I don't know. It's, oh, yeah. It's been worse here than it's been anywhere. Oh, um, oh. The, the the frequencies have been hitting me harder than here than anywhere. But it is what it is. You know, I don't know what, quite what to do about it. Um, Did you hear John Hall, right? Did you hear John Hall the other yeah, night? Yeah. Talking about California? Yeah. <laughs> Get out. The only way to deal with California is to leave. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, and 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 on that note, I did uh, take a look at real estate in in um, in Texas. 
I thought, well, hell. Um, oh, my God, the difference in price is just amazing. You can get a castle in, yeah. in, in Texas for nothing. And, well, for nothing compared to California, it's just amazing, you know. I know it. Yeah. California stuff. It, it's, it's best if you're from California and you sell something, then go buy something somewhere else. You know? <laughs> oh, um, yeah. We had, people were getting mad, the local people here. And I was, you know, I'm not, I'm still not considered a local, local person, though. I've been here 30 years. But um, they were getting mad at Californians. They just didn't like Californians because they'd come up here and buy rental houses, you know, and then rent oh. them out and that sort of thing. Oh. And and they walk, they jaywalked. Yeah. <laughs> I just remember uh. people complaining about all this stuff from Californians. But yeah. it was because Californians had money, you know, because they, they could sell high and then come. Here right. and um, do it, but prices. I don't know how prices are here right now. I can look into it though. But well, it's not yeah. a area. Our only problem with the technology is that we're so close to the military, the navy. We're yeah. not. Um, we're not in it quite yet, but they're planning. You know, to put in a, a, a dock here in our in our little port. You know. Yeah. I hate to see that happen, but they're going to, I guess. Huh. I don't know. I I don't know if it's worse near military. Um, Cambria was near, I mean, there was some serious military right out of Ventura um, area down in, you know, more towards Mm -hmm. Southern California. Um, But, boy, I I should never have moved. Um, You know, I I just should never have moved. You know, up here, no one... Little mountainy roads that just weird and. I would know. think that would be pretty good, but I guess well, not. well, if you don't know where you're going and you can't get there by yourself, and you need somebody else to take you. Then they can be perped, and you know you. I don't know. I don't know. What's kind of nice here if you can find something like that is, I'm just five miles away from the highway, from the big highway. Oh, you have but, a big highway. That's nice. Uh, yeah, 101 highway, you know. Oh, 101, yeah, it goes all the way down the coast. It's wonderful. Yeah, and it's, uh, you know, I'm right there in town. Yeah. Uh, oh, real quick. But we're in the woods, you know, and that is nice. Yeah. That's kind of where I was in Cambria. I was near, you know, we could jump on the freeway and then go over to, well, not the freeway, really. well, yeah, you could. Um, but. Uh-huh. You go. I could hop over to. My son lived there, but then again, he also, I think, was perped, and um, we had issues, and you know, he defrauded me in my purchase of my home, you know, and and that's not my son. That's just not him. But it happened, and uh, I think that was absolutely mind control. Oh, uh, you know, that's just not him. And uh, so anyway, that never turned out very well. So ten years after trying to make it work, I thought, you know, I think I'm out of here. Um, but anyway, you know, we believe, don't you, we believe people that pretend to be on our side, you know, we believe them. Of course we believe them, right? Well, we're supposed to, I I, I still think it's best to trust people unless they prove wrong, you know. Yeah, but when Um, they've proven wrong over and over and over, (laughs) and then then they say, but we love you, we want to help you, okay, you know, and then Mm -hmm. what do you know? They did it again. <laughs> you know, what is now? You know, and I've, I've gone beyond it. I know 
it, it fooled me once. Shame on you. Fooled me twice. Yes. Shame on me. <laughs> yes. Okay, that is true. That is true. Yes. Well, I was always able to stand up to him when my husband was alive or just, you know. Mm-hmm. But when he died, they really got busy on me. Bless his heart, they were busy on him, too. You know, mm-hmm. they were busy. They got him. They were. Yeah, yeah, they were. His partner just couldn't wait till he died to get his hand on oh. thing. You know? Yeah. Oh, this world. Mm-hmm. I think my pastor's right. Everybody's worried about the election. And he said, he told us, he said, I think I can say this. Because, you know, they do have to be careful about what they say. Yeah, they, they do. Um, they, you know, like they should be able to. But he said, he said, no matter who wins the election, it's still going to go the way the Bible says it's going to go, and God's in charge of it. And he yeah. told us, you know, so. Um, yeah. He, he's right. Well, I don't think. Yeah. They, we there's no these people don't have control. The world's cutting out of hand, you know. It's out of hand. I know it. And um, I know you don't like Hillary. I don't like Hillary either, but I do think that Trump has run amok. I mean, he's just out there. I don't know. Who knows? I think he's the only one that's redeemable. I think she's so fully entrenched. There's no change in her. But anyway, they're um, they're not. Yeah. Neither one of my choice. That's <laughs> for sure. Well, yeah. You know, I know he's I... got some really good people with him. I like Pence. I like his vice presidential guy. And I like uh, Carson, you know, Ben Carson. And he's there. You know, he's with him, too. I keep dropping this thing. That's okay. I mean, <laughs> hi, Bella. Bella's here. Bella, it's the three of us, me, you, and, and, and Lonnie. Hi, Bella. <laughs> I haven't talked about my call all week. Thank you for putting it on the schedule. I appreciate that. Um, I appreciate it, but it doesn't. Nobody's here but me and you and, but, but, well, Lonnie and I are important. Um, Lonnie. And now you're here. There you go. <laughs> I'm going to unmute Bella. Hi, Bella. Hi. <laughs> Excuse Hi. me. <laughs> Thanks Hi. for joining. Good morning. We're very quiet this morning. Yes. Did it rain over your over your way over the weekend? Did it rain? Yes, Oof. it sure did. Uh-huh. How are, you, are your symptoms responding to that? They are for me. I'm I'm noticing they really have calmed down. You know the the attack. Uh, uh, mm, probably shouldn't me, say that. But. Uh, no, about the same. About the same. Yeah. Huh. Well, they like to surprise me. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be laying there all peaceful and wow. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I, I, Neil said something last night. I'm glad he said it because I've been waking up in like, I couldn't tell if I was suicidal or homicidal or both, <laughs> you know, at the same time. And when Neil said that this grounding thing where you where you connect to your own your home's grounding mechanism, uh, they mm-hmm. can they can I don't know what lily waves are, but they can come in with low frequency whatevers, and um, and get you that way. And I and I've been grounding, and and I set it on the I, you know I said oh 
Dwight said something about losing weight, and I had started losing weight when I was grounding, and you know, and I thought, whoa! So I mentioned it, and ever since I've been, I've been suicidal, homicidal. You know, they do affect you, according to really. According you think to from me. the so you think from grounding from the ground? Or? I don't know, but Neil said they can connect the really low frequency waves. Linda, I think yeah. I'll, I'll talk to you later. Okay. 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 Good night. Okay. Goodbye. Thanks for coming, Lonnie. Um, oh, Lonnie's leaving. Oh, yeah. did, I, oh. did I interrupt? I have not. not. At all. I'm sorry. Not at all. Not at all. Um, no. Um, no. Okay. okay, I wonder if people forgot about your call on well, Monday. Well, I didn't say a word about it. I didn't say oh. anything, and I started okay. last Wednesday, and so that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. No, um, Lonnie was. Lonnie said she was tired of talking about the technology, and she didn't want to hear it anymore. And I understand that, and I think probably since I'm talking about technology, it made her nervous or made her uncomfortable. Anyway. Um, um, yeah, okay. Neil mentioned that, and I'm ta- and I think he said if you're all of a sudden feeling very angry or really depressed or sad or whatever, uh-huh. and you're grounding with through your home, you know, wiring so to speak, um, you know that that could create that. And I think he's right because I've been waking up just wow, you know, really bad. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm so sorry, God. Not um, just naturally depressed, but I mean really depressed. Yeah. Really depressed. Now, are you listening to the Dave Cases CD at night, or not always? I've, no, it's, always. it's okay. a little, it's a little jarring, you know. And From yeah, I can't imagine listening to it, but I guess you get used to it. You know, yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah, it's helpful. Um, it's helpful. Oh, they still can get to me at night. It's helpful. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't recognize your voice at first. I thought, oh, somebody's subbing for your call. Oh, really? Do I know? Oh, yeah. It's a different headset. Uh, okay. My, my other headset totally, sh- totally shut down. Do I not sound like me? That's really interesting. Just a little bit different. Like maybe a little bit hoarse. Or um, yeah, that's probably right. Yeah. <laughs> that too. And my I thought it sound that way too. My S's sound a little are a little um, different because I don't have my my what's it in you know my teeth. Jeez. Oh, okay. Jeez. I mean, they have shut me down. I don't think I'm ever. I I think they're anyway. I don't know. Oh God. I don't know. I don't know. So now, are you saying the rain perhaps helps with the? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think I, what it does is is create negative ions, and I think a lot of this has everything to do with the negative and uh, positive ions. You yeah. know, I, total misnomer. Negative ions are good for you. Positive right. ions are bad for you. <laughs> That's like what? Um, you know, uh, I don't know. I don't know. So, how are you doing? What's going on? Um, I'm doing okay. I was just I was painting, and I thought I got to take a break and check in with you. Well, thank you. Um, yeah. Going about the same. I got out yesterday and did errands and um, delivered some uh, pet food to that couple that I'm helping. They live in. It Aww. gets worse every time I go over there. It's it's almost unbearable. It's like I feel just. It just 
Pickens made that. They have people, animals, everybody's living in such horrible conditions. Oh, oh I'm so sorry. Oh, I just, right, you know, it just, it just hurts, you know, when you see all that devastation yeah. of life. Um, I don't know. I, you know, you just, I, you just watch us. Our community, I mean, in areas it's building up, like the rich part, of course, yeah. But yeah. the poorer parts are just getting poorer, just worse. Uh, you know, I don't know if you noticed that. You well, you live in that little, a little uh, area. Yeah, I have no idea what's going on in the real <laughs> world. All I know is we have some nice areas. We have some, you know, supposedly where I live, it's wealthy group. I don't think so. You know, I don't think so at all. We have somebody else. It's either I think it's either Amy. Or Ella. I'm not sure who. Okay. Oregon? Is that Amy? It's somebody who's very quiet. Okay. Um, anyway, no, I don't know what's going on in the real world. Uh, um, well, yeah, because, I mean, this area is uh, large. I mean, it's like the fourth largest metropolitan area in the state. So it's big. Yeah. You so probably have a lot. Yeah. Go, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just but, saying there's a lot, you know, going on. Yeah. Well, <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. Oh, my God, real life. You probably even have stores and things to shop at, right? We do. We have oh, stores. my God, what a concept. <laughs> We've got a lot of little cute shops that, you know, I guess I guess I could go find out what they are, but I don't seem too interested, you know. That's Something. right, the, the little antique shops and yeah, you know Murphy's. Do you know Murphy's? I I know of Murphy's because I have um because I'm into antiquing, so yeah. I know people that have gone there. Yeah, to, to antique, go antiquing. Well, <laughs> that's about it. And and you know, Paso is is also all those areas have, you know, they 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 uh, there's a lot of antique shops and yeah. quote antique shops art things. And, on the coast. Yeah, well, I kind of wish I'd still on the coast, but, you know. I know. Murphy's is what it is. And uh, I don't know. Oregon? Gonna, oh, yeah, Oregon. Yeah, go ahead. Oregon, do you want to speak up? Probably not Amy, because Amy would speak up. Um, right. I don't know. And they're doing Oregon. Something. I don't know. I don't know. Um, anyway, so, okay, so what else is going on in your life? So. <laughs> Anything exciting? Um, well, I'm excited about, you know, the painting. I'm oh, just, yeah. Like what I is said, your show? When is your show? My show's not until next year, but you have to prepare. There's lots of preparation. I mean, yeah. once you make the artwork, I have to photograph it, sign it. Um, mm-hmm. And then um, also put a you know like a varnish a finish over it. Mm-hmm. But there's lots of steps. It's like more work in preparing it uh, than actually creating it, I think. So mm-hmm. it takes a long time. But I I'm looking for other venues before that. Good. Um, oh. like galleries like they it takes them a year to. Uh, to arrange a show? Because they're so, they book up usually about a year in advance. Did somebody try to speak? I'm sorry. 
Is that Amy? Oh my gosh, guys! It's Bella. Oh, it's Bella. Hi, oh, Ella. It's Ella. We have no Hi. one here. It's me, you, and hey. and Bella, and and um, Lonnie was here, but um, she's not here anymore. <laughs> she left. <laughs> so what's going I on? I just read. I just read Julian Assange died. No. What? Yes, I just got it. I don't Are you? It's true. not a spoof. Not a spoof. I have to find out. It could be a conservative daily post. Julian. That would be crazy. Yeah, right, bro. Oh, my gosh. Oh, okay. Cryptic WikiLeaks tweets don't mean Julian Assange is dead. Okay. I was a little nervous. One of them was a spoofy one. Okay. Okay. I almost feel like they're doing that to create... um, to discredit the internet and how you know it's so full of lies, it's almost. Yeah. Cause I'm, I'm noticing that lately, like death spoofs and weird stuff are being spoofed. Huh. And yeah. then we don't know what's real anymore. What's you know legit? Well, here I'm looking at WikiLeaks. Um, WikiLeaks says Assange's internet link was severed by state party. We don't know quite who that is. Right, and NPR. This is fifty-eight minutes ago. He wasn't dead, so yeah, he's I, not. That was a, that was a weird. Okay. It's the first thing I looked at when I started talking. You know, when I logged into you or logged in, when um, I connected to the call, I was just opened up my Facebook, and there it was. And I was like, "Oh my oh, goodness!" God. Oh, but that Facebook. was not real. Facebook can oh, be a Facebook. little annoying. It was. I was. Uh, I listen to music when I paint, and I. I like. I don't know if you know Tina Marie. Uh, she's like an R and B. She was an R and B artist. Anyway, I love her. She's. She sounds like. Like she's black. You know, she has this really soulful voice. But I, for some reason, I. I looked her up, and she passed away the same time my husband passed away. Really. Which was really really weird, and I thought, oh my gosh. Uh, I mean, I'm sure it's a coincidence, but it's just mm. weird stuff. It's just weird. I, know, I thought, wow, she died um, young. So, huh. but but it was interesting because she had a lawsuit against uh, Barry Gordy in Motown in '82. That kind of broke ground for for musicians, huh. right? And and she, I just wonder sometimes because they I mm, there's lots of corruption in that. I think, mm-hmm. I think isn't isn't Desiree um, t- segue? Isn't Desiree yes. uh, Foley? Isn't she um, the secretary for for Derek? Vice president. Yes. Vice president. Yes. I just talked to her the other day, and you know it's so strange. We made contact on Friday, and she was telling me her boyfriend was missing and blah blah yeah. blah. And then oh. I saw that this morning. I couldn't believe oh, it. Oh, wow. That, yeah. away. that was horrible. When did, when did that happen? Oh, my. Let's see. It's on the newsletter. I just read that, too, this morning. I just saw it on Facebook. Oh, my gosh. What a shame. No. They, uh, they found, it said last October 17th, detectives found his body. What day is it? This oh. is the 17th. Well, she said he killed himself. Yep. Oh. Was he targeted? Or that he knew of? Or I wonder. 
Oh. We hadn't been heard, uh, not heard or seen. Well, this, that's what this says, since October 12th. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. And Amy Anderson's being hit again hard, says. I'm sorry, what? Amy, on the newsletter, it says Amy Anderson's being hit hard also. That was part of the newsletter right after the... Okay, so what So what happened in, in Richardson, California? Is it Richardson? What Richmond? Yeah. Richmond. Um, um, it didn't help Amy. That no, worries me. It didn't help her at all. Um, so if we get somewhere, what is happening? Well, first things first, you're going to make it illegal, and then... Um, you know, and then we have to work. Someone's got to come up with some ways to detect it. You know, I don't know. I think our best option is awareness. The court, because uh, I'm really into, like, the court thing, the legal aspect of it, too, lately, yeah. because I'm just getting lots of good information about these obscure rulings. The public doesn't keep up on this. I mean, uh, the... No. They don't know about it. I mean, we. It's. I mean, thank goodness for everybody that does research, and we kind of help each other. Um, But I mean, the Supreme Court has refused to hear um, this Korematsu case, which which allowed the uh, internment of Japanese. I mean, this is going on, and this is decades. It, um, Obama versus Hedges, or Hedges versus Obama tried to overturn um, uh, indefinite detention from the NDAA, yeah. and the, the courts are not helping. They're siding. Court won't with, hear it. Pardon? The court won't hear it. Well, they one court will overturn it, and another one will. It'll be appealed, and then they'll turn it back. Ah. Um, but it's getting nowhere in the courts. But this uh, new, it's called the, the law, what did I say? Law of War, the Low Manual. I posted it on my website um, from the Department of Defense. Yeah. It's now stating that anyone who speaks out, <laughs> yeah. I'll quote it, Americans who challenge national security policy may be treated as unprivileged belligerents. Oh, unprivileged belligerents? Unprivileged belligerence. It's a new category. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So we wonder why journalists aren't doing much. The media, journalists, professors, lawyers who challenge the law, they're all, they can be um, deemed unprivileged belligerence if it goes against national policy or it embarrasses the U.S. Um, Oh. Remember my this dentist. Like, remember my dentist said I had been belligerent. Yeah. Right. That's right. Oh my, my God. God. Oh my God. Oh, that's interesting. That was such an odd word for him to use. Oh a, my God. It, I composed the article. I was just blown away when I read this. I mean, Un- this is hard, hard fact. Not you know theory or whatever. It's actual stuff that's happening right now. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, my God. So, Unprivileged. Um, 
privileged belligerents. Oh, my God. It, it says, it must be noted that the United States deems as unprivileged belligerents anyone they target for capture or choose to kill. But the other interesting thing about this category is you lose your immunity as like a, um, a non-combatant, what is it, enemy non-combatant or combatant. It's you lose your status, so you can be indefinitely detained. It's crazy stuff. So I think this is really, really important for people to understand. And this is the NDA, is this under the NDAA? Um, Actually, it's both. It's NDA, it's kind of a mixture of, it's called the, it's a new manual that's out called the the, uh, Law of War. I'll post it for you. It's it's long. Um, Let's see here. Let me get the link. But I've got the actual manual posted on the site. Oh, boy. Not that oh, anybody boy. will want to read it. <laughs> oh, I will. I love your site. Yeah, oh, there's my uh, God. U.S. War Theory's target. I be- but this, this article was, was written by a uh, retired JAG uh, major. Um, oh, my God. Thank you. Uh, Sure. It's it's very it's just so telling. Um, but truly, after nine eleven, this is when it all kicked in. I'm surprised that Doctor that Doctor Hall doesn't um, at least note that Bush did introduce the Patriot Act. Did he not? Yeah, he did. Start started a lot of you know this. But you know what? Well, you guys, um, he's a staunch Republican. Oh, I know he's very, he's not just Republican. Well, he said he's libertarian, but he's very, oh, very, very right. He's very, very right wing. I just, I like all sides. I almost asked him, would you write another book? But he, he has the most concise explanation, like, and mm-hmm. leave out that, that chapter on politics. And he said he's already been, people have called him on it. So I'm hoping he'll write an, um, another book. Me too. He's today. He's um. You know how I called Sean and we discussed doing a show. So he's one of the people that came through. Um, and so he's. John says he doesn't even know where he's going. He goes, it's an undisclosed. Um, Sean's sending him to an undisclosed location. Sean's very paranoid about the government. <laughs> well, as he should be, actually. Exactly. Mhm. I mean, these guys are taking. Can you believe our country's oh come to this? Oh I, 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 it just amazes me. It amazes me. Uh, I mean, when Alice talks about, oh, people, you don't love your. Of course, we love the country and our. We loved our this whole, you know, the Constitution, the, the privileges, the freedoms. The, that means you're a true patriot. Upholding the Constitution makes you a true patriot. Going along with illegal, you know. Uh, violations against the human right against human rights and the constitution. Right. No, that's that's un, that's that un- right. yes, belligerent. That makes you an unprivileged belligerent. <laughs> if you fight, if you fight for your rights, if you fight for your independence, if you fight for free speech, you are well, an unprivileged belligerent. Oh my well, god! I think, un- I think they're unprivileged idiots. <laughs> that's what I feel. <laughs> like okay, you know. 
I don't know. Some people are just so, you know, closed. And you'd think people would know better at this day and age. A lot's been revealed about our government and corruption. you think they would. I don't know. I don't get it. Other than, you know, the work on the other side. You 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 feel that they shouldn't speak up because they will get uh, labeled that way? I'm not. I don't understand what you're saying. Um, I think they just don't want to know. You know, I don't know. There's various reasons, I guess, why. I just don't understand why they're not curious and why they're not investigating this. Do they know, or do they just not want to know, or have they labeled us so poorly? My you know. Um, Are sure. you saying they meaning journalists or? Oh, the government in general. Oh, the, oh, oh. Yeah, I'm sorry. kind of went off on a different... Uh, oh, they know. Wow. They know. That's really an interesting article. I mean, the New York Times uh, censored their own James Risen, and he tried to speak out. So it, he, yeah. his article states, New York Times colluded with CIA in censoring Risen's reporting. And furthermore, they seem wow. to have ignored the United States momentous argument of the unlimited power of the president to target journalists journalists and activists for expressive activities. That's First Amendment rights. So, uh, as the Department of Justice stated in the case Hedges versus Obama. So, I mean, this is all like legal stuff that's right out there that we don't even have to speculate about. Um, oh, my God. Oh my God! It says here, this means that any that that journalist can be killed, yes, as can yes. any enemy soldier in wartime. Oh That's right. my That's right. God! So I mean, this may answer some questions for those yeah. journalists that are reading, you know, and keeping yeah. up. A lot of them don't even know. I think. Um, I mean, not that we want to, you know, tell them not to report on this, but they're in they're being put in a very uh dangerous position now, which is unheard of in this country. Well, I don't know as about with, that, but as with any enemy, belligerent however what? The the article will just your jaw will drop. Mine did, um because it's real blatant. It's it's out there, you oh. know. Oh my God! They actually used. Um, <laughs> I have to reread this article. It's so packed with stuff. Oh my God! <laughs> well, most of okay. Currently, most U.S. Um, captives deemed unprivileged belligerents are imprisoned in Guantanamo. Although some may be held in Afghanistan, it must be noted that you guys. So now with this with this new uh, law of war manual, they just updated it in May. They don't have to take them to Afghanistan. We don't have to be sent out of the country. It can be done here in this country now. You can be detained. You know, before they've been moving people out of the country. Uh, oh, it's a mess. And lawyers, too, are getting hit with this. Wow. Ah. Um, It says, other prominent advocates of authoritarian legal practice present themselves as protecting against disloyal attorneys who practice lawfare, lawfare instead of warfare. 
for instance, Ben Witz of lawfareblog.com would seem to espouse this type of animosity towards public interest lawyers who use the courts to defend First Amendment liberties. That's our Constitution. So now lawyers who are defending First Amendment liberties are deemed disloyal? And and belligerent, unprivileged belligerents? Oh, my God. Bad. This is bad. But, um, I can't believe my Dennis called me. I mean, that was such a bizarre word. word. Yeah. That, that's a huge indication of what, oh, my mm-hmm. God. Uh, anyway, this is going to be my new flyer. Just try to educate oh the public God. about just this, just at yeah. this level, and then go into other things. Oh, my God. I don't know. It's like Germany. I mean, it's, people are oh, afraid. Uh, you can see it. They're afraid to speak out. This will come as no surprise to those acquainted with the foreign journalists who have been targeted and killed by drones in places such as Pakistan. Now, will it, will it surprise? My goodness. Oh, God. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. My God. Because, uh, consequently, Bradford argues it is the welders of combat power within these nodes, journalists, officials, and law professors who possess the ideological power to defend or destroy American political will. Oh, Oh my God. Wow. Oh, my God. This is just crazy. This is crazy. This This is just amazing. This is pretty scary. Treason of the... Professors and it is very scary. And the media doesn't report very well on it, although the New York Times did have an article. Oh, my God. Uh, there's a link in that article. I'm sorry, I don't mean to go on. No, I'm just, I just no, I appreciate just blew your... me away. <laughs> oh, my God. But no way. This can't be happening. Uh, dissent as treason. Really? Dissent Here's... as treason? Here's the New York Times. The Pentagon's dangerous views on the wartime press. That was in August of last year. So let's post that article in case you want to read that. Wow. Well. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh my God. I mean, I told you I refused to sign that, you know, form the other day when I was at the dentist. He didn't say anything, but I think if I was to see him further, he may have insisted what? Um, oh, on that privacy. Oh, oh, it was yeah. just full of just gibberish, legal, oh. legalese. That was one of the sca- yeah, boys, yeah. I'm so glad you decided to do to go otherwise. You know, well, I mean, this is the guy I went to, but that, he didn't make. They didn't make a big deal about it that I refused to sign it. But they had to make a little check mark: patient refused to sign on a special form. Yeah, and what is it? Is it a consent form? What? what um, it's, form a, you it's actually online. It's a privacy notice, but it's full of all kinds of um, 
the HIPAA? Is it the HIPAA laws? Um, it includes HIPAA, but yeah. they say they won't give you like a photocopy of your records, and oh, I I just didn't like it. I didn't like it. They won't get. That's a legal entitlement. Not anymore, I guess. I guess if you sign that, it's okay. I put it somewhere. Oh, it's in my dental file. Anyway. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. The law of war is 1,176 pages of documents. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. And and if you're a journalist and you write about it, well, you're an enemy. You're, oh, my God. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because people are still trying to overturn. Remember we talked about the Japanese internment? Yeah. Uh, people are still trying to overturn that law. And and no, but none of the courts will, will do it. So. Kind of makes you wonder what... what... <sighs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, Ella, are you on the left or the right, or do you wish to say... <laughs> I'm about, in between. What? I'm, I'm, a, I'm about peace and love, man. So you're a hippie. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> peace and love. I'm a hippie who is a very anal retentive and uh, a determined hippie. <laughs> so no, you're not going to tell us. <laughs> well, then that no. would mean that you're more to the left. Well, I mean, it's almost meaningless. Now the whole it is serious at this point, but I actually wanted Bernie Sanders, guys. I I really did. I did too. I liked Bernie. I love him, and just you know what it is? It's his integrity, his ethics. I did a lot of research on him. He was like the white guy, you know, during you know um, (laughs) during the you know I saw pictures of him like marching with you know African Americans and um, you know just everything I read about him. You know, I just thought the more I read about him, the more I liked him. And also, you have to remember, yeah. I come from a. My family is Swedish, and it's a mm-hmm. socialist country, and it works there. That's a place where socialism works. And, well, yeah. works yeah. and people are absolutely uneducated about any of these yeah. philosophies, ideologies, and forms of government. It's all become very distorted. But you um, have to remember too. They they um. It's there's very little um. Uh, corruption in the government people have a lot of integrity in sweden you know and they have a lot of uh very little you can you can research it there is a problem with immigration all of a sudden you know a lot of um uh muslims are uh, uh finding seeking refuge in sweden so it's kind of affecting the economy a little bit um and people coming there to abuse the system or use the system not in their case they're, they're refugees but uh um people do go there and kind of you know, take advantage of the system. So I guess that part's broken. It's not Sweden, the Swedes themselves, that if there's any corruption or abuses, there is naturally. I think it was like 5% or something. But um, now with all these, the influx of immigrants, it's kind of having some issues. Mm. Is it, are, there, are the taxes high in Sweden? I mean, is, is pretty much everything provided by the government? I mean, I got no problem yes. with that, but yeah? Yeah. If you pay, taxes are high. It's the highest in the world, but it's, Still, people are very what they do very well. They're financially well off. Everyone's taken care of. They have a decent medical, you know, system. Um, people are happy. You can look it up. Yeah. They like it. And I've been there, and it's beautiful. The place is beautiful. It's pristine. It's clean. 
the people are happy, you know, they drink a little too much, you know, there's some alcoholism there, um, you know. Um, it is, it's a good place. It's, it's, it's very, the people are really good. The people you know? in our country are very brainwashed about about all of that. They don't... They don't they bother don't to look into it. They just see the word communist. They see the word socialist. Right. Um, and I'm sorry, what? people on the right wing, uh, they tend to be black and white thinking and... Um, Very insightful of your agreeing. I agree. They can be. I they can be, yeah. Luda, is but, that you, Luda? Excuse me, guys. Yeah. I just, yes, well, it is. Hi, Luda, welcome. Where are you? Hello, are you interested in living here? Hi. Are you interested in moving to Sweden? I'm thinking about it as we talk. Hey, let's go. When it comes to to taxes, if your money comes from America and it just lands in the bank over there, like, you know, you have a monthly income of some sort, um, does that get taxed, I wonder? I'd probably have to ask an accountant, wouldn't I? Yeah, I don't know. Um, it's a very fair system, and you know what? You could find yourself a fine-looking husband there. <laughs> what? Oh God, yeah. I could oh, find yeah. a husband. Oh goody. <laughs> and then I, I could visit you because it's right. It's a. It's only a one-hour ferry ride from Finland. There we go. Yeah. Well, I'm not big, a big blonde guy, so I could. <laughs> <laughs> and look, you guys like. I grew up with a dad like that, and I thought men were all like that. And that boy was I surprised. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're very noble, if you understand that. I mean, you know, that definition has a few. They're just noble. Like, they always want to help. Like, my uncle, I remember we were at the beach, and there was a motorcycle accident, and he was, like, the only one who ran out there. This was in California where people are a little selfish. And so um, he was, like, the only one who ran out there, stayed with him for hours, waited to get his family. Like, it's just, you know, you think men are like that, though, when you grow up around that, you know. But, you know, there are good yeah. men. Maybe oh, not I, had, like that. I had a man like that. But yeah, no. exactly. And so did the I. Country, the yeah. country is yeah. very compassionate. It's a beautiful country. It's very beautiful. Yeah. The fjords and everything is very beautiful. Are you talking about Norway? Sweden? Sweden and Norway, yeah. 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 But, ladies, yeah. you better bring your Uggs and a down jacket. I <laughs> know. Well, I can imagine. <laughs> okay, in I'm the, looking up real estate in Sweden. <laughs> winters, you'll have about five hours of daylight during the day. It's it, it gets a little bit much. I was there for two months in... Uh, 2013, right? Not far. And uh, yeah. winters are very tough. But the summers are gorgeous. Oh, my goodness. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Pe- Luda, should we tell them you, how you sunbathe in Sweden? Oh, yeah. She knows, I think. <laughs> how do you sunbathe in Sweden? With as little as possible. <laughs> Everybody's naked. I mean, I remember going to one of those little tiny islands. You know, my family had homes. On the coast, you know, Luda, like uh, the coast. Oh, where all yeah. The and there's like 50 naked Swedes sunbathing on the rocks. You know, they have all those little <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, there's, there's both types of beaches, you know, and if, with children, if you don't want to uh, do that type of thing, there's regular beaches too. But that's the healthy way, that. the way they have all, all those countries have that type of, they have no shame because they're grow, they grew up naturally, so... They don't have all these inhibitions that we have in this country. Because the puritanical values uh, kind of 
warp makes our makes us ashamed of our body. I exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. But you know, we have all this pornography and crap. That's right. That's, uh, that's right. That's what it's crazy. It's crazy. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, what what state has the initials M E? Well, Maine. Maine is Maine. Oh, Maine is Maine. Oh, there is a Sweden Maine, you guys. <laughs> I wondered. I thought. <laughs> oh. I thought a home for nine hundred and some odd thousand dollars in Sweden. No, in Maine. Okay. Oh. Okay. And now, Melma, Melma is one of the main cities there. My daughter's father, my husband, was born yeah. in Malma. I married a Swede. You did? <laughs> I, oh. I think that. Except I think he I turned that. bad to the bone, which is the problem. I didn't. I, I just really? was so trusting. Yeah. It was sad. It was very sad. But he's one in a million, thank God. It, there's not people yeah. like him. But um, yeah. he was from, his whole family was from Malma. And that was a beautiful area. Yeah. Did you go to yeah. Alma when you were there, Hella? I don't think so. Um, I, we, I went to Stockholm. My mom was from Stockholm and my father was mm-hmm. from Gotham. So, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, so we went there. Stockholm is amazing, too. Mm-hmm. So we mostly mm-hmm. stayed out at the coast because they had a little island, you know, how you have to have a, you need a car and a boat to get around mm-hmm. there on the coast. Mm-hmm. And, um, so I don't think I went. But for whatever reason, that's Melma's in my head. There's something relevant to our family about Melma. I'm not sure what it is, but I have to ask and, my aunt about it. And the it. big thing is, moving to any countries in Europe, I don't care, and that's part of Europe, Scandinavia, There's all. every country has different immigration, emigration laws. Yeah. And you really have to study those because um, by some of them, by six months, you have to have uh, fluency to some degree in the language to be able to get your citizenship or residency or whatever. Every country is different. And I'm sure that's all laid out in English there somewhere. I don't yeah. see it. <laughs> I don't <laughs> see it. But Sotheby sells real estate there. The the properties are not inexpensive in Sweden. Two million two hundred and thirty four. Oh no, no. It's it's a very uh, it, it costs money to live there. It's not cheap. Apparently. It's not like living in Latin America. <clears throat> but is it, no. is it euros? Are you talking euros? Or are you reading it? Is it no? Yeah, no. The euros. It's like eighty euros. Million. Euros is about a dollar now. Incidentally, gals, it's it used to be a dollar and a quarter or something, but now it's back pretty much to equivalent Even? to a dollar today. Because I had means, euros in Lithuania. What is a that KR? A what? A KR? Krona. Krona. Krona? Well, it's yeah. eighty million coronas. Well, that's the original. Yeah, that's the original. Sweden Sweden is not part of the European Union today. Okay, Um, well, they're being encouraged to join. Uh, Uh Finland, I think, is refusing. Um, There's a lot of history going on. I'll I'll start sorting out more about Sweden because I read all the European news every day. But I'll start sorting more out. Yeah, it's it's. Interesting there. I am very sad that my country went to the Euro and to the European Union. I know it had to to be protected because it's less than 3 million people. But Uh Sweden, I would rather see them not go to the European Union. They're so untarnished now, and they're going to have to, like, be forced to take all these Syrian refugees, like all of Europe does. And why why tarnish the country? You know, it's going to be a disaster. It's a beautiful country. Leave it alone. Yeah, it's a little winter wonderland. They have like castles and all this stuff. It's very pretty. It's cheaper to live in Texas. 
<laughs> than, yeah. than over than in these countries. Whoa, not bad on the prices. Whoa. You would be looking at an apartment to begin with, at least a flat. They call them flats over there. Yeah. But um, just to go in and buy a house, you really can't do that. You have to really find out where you want to live, make yeah. some friends. The big thing is developing a social network. Right, Elle? Huh. You I can't live so. without friends. And you don't have relatives there, apparently, so you'd have to have your friends be your yeah. family. Well, well I have she, no family. Really, <laughs> yeah, if she really wanted to go there, I would set her up with my family. You know, I there have, you go. Um, yeah, my family has an, injury, an interesting history, which if you ever go, I'd tell you who they were. But right now, um, I'll That'd be somebody they, famous, <laughs> related well, to some royalty somewhere. Yeah, on my mom's side, yeah. Yeah, because they're still under a, what is it, king and queen, I guess. Yeah, they are, yeah. yeah. They weren't the king and queen or nothing like that, but uh, it's my great-grandmother that was royalty. Mm-hmm. I told you guys anyways, only because there's three people on the call. <laughs> <laughs> My great-great-grandmother was, was royalty in England, but because they weren't a member of the church, they were disinherited when the royal somebody rather died. Oh, my goodness. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's... But, you know, there's a lot of tragedy in royalty. It's a curse if you're royalty, they say. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's the problem. Okay. That's the problem, Linda. <laughs> now I see. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> ah, belligerent, yeah. unprivileged belligerents. Oh, my God. Listen to this sentence. It says, uh, Miss Bradford guy is the, the guy who's advocating all this, these laws. Um, he says, he's, oh, well, the, the, the author is saying, where are the supposed watchdogs of the press? When military officers can so easily slide historical falsehoods past them in destroying freedom of the press, uh, Bradford argued that law professors who criticize the failure of the U.S. to abide by the Geneva Convention and the law of war represented a treasonous fifth column that could be attached, attacked. I'm sorry, as enemy combatants. So, oh my God! So. Professors who criticize the failure of the U.S. to abide by the Geneva Convention are now being uh, labeled as well. Oh, God. Oh, so, I mean, this is all the stuff that we, you know, we're trying to push, you know, that the military that, that our courts over. abide by these laws. My but, God. Yeah. My God. Sorry, you guys. I need to change the subject. No. I'm just so astounded by this article. <laughs> Linda, you know, the best the best thing to do, I've relocated, I've lived in several countries throughout my life, yeah. and the best thing I can recommend to you is I consider you a dear friend, and Thank I would give you. you only the best advice. But you. what you should do is have Ella set it up so you could go and visit her family yeah. and if you <clears throat> stay for a couple of weeks or something, uh-huh. or they could help you find uh, an apartment, like for a month or something or other, but you need to... Really experience it before you make any ideas. I had a friend go to Europe, sight unseen, from South Africa. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, a, a, what do you call a white person with that very heavy accent. And uh-huh. got over there, ripped up his house, left, had no, nothing back there, sold everything, sold his land, went to Europe and didn't like it. Yeah. He was stuck. 
So you've got to really go and experience it and see what it's like. You might get over there and say, God, Sweden's great, but I've just visited Norway or Finland, and I kind of like one of those better. So you you really should, right, Ella? I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, and I did this. I, I moved just in California but, um, with the, with no, yeah, I hear what you're saying. I hear you really you're saying. have to feel it. You've got to live it. Yeah. You've got to experience every minute of it. Eat, drink, sleep it, dream it, do everything there. Yeah. I just think Linda, just what I want. Luda, do you think, I think Linda with her mind and, and her legal background and her, so the thinking that goes along with, I think she'd like Sweden. Norway's more country, but it's beautiful. Yeah, I well, think Sweden too, because it's more cosmopolitan. It there's is. a lot, <clears throat> there's be, being bigger and more busy and everything else, the museums and the culture are phenomenal. Concerts, yeah. things aren't, <clears throat> I don't know where I was. I, I was going to two concerts a week because things yeah. were not as expensive. And trolley bus was like a quarter to go anywhere in the city in, in Lithuania. So I, the transportation is was freer there, was cheaper. Huh. So yeah. I think if you went and visited, you know, made it an honest vacation and just went, yeah. saw how you felt there, how your body felt, how your mind felt, yeah. how, you, how you were, you know, and if you stay a little bit, you'll see what it's going to be like, what to what degree yeah. and what with what power are you going to be targeted there. Because he's not yeah. going to escape anywhere. The yeah. Wilson's there, and he's really heavily targeted. Uh, how about the gang stalking there? Uh, you know what I would do? Magnus Olson has an email address right on his That's site. That's right. Yeah, no, I've got You yeah. need to write to him because yeah. you can ask and make a nice list of questions, even number yeah. them, and uh, tell him he can reply right on your um, re- request for information under each question to save him time. And he'll give you an answer to each question, but there's a lot of things you need to ask because of being a target, it's different than if we were free. Yeah, he does get targeted very heavily. He does. Very yeah. heavily. That's what I'm saying. You've got to speak. Yeah. Can I withstand it? Or are they going to leave me alone? Maybe you're going to be better there. Who knows? Nobody knows until you get there. You have to do that. Right, Ella? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. no, I hear you. I hear you. The, um, the only thing, when you live in Europe, you do feel a little bit like an alien, you know, because it is yeah. different. Yeah. You do. Even though I have a the, Swedish family and all my relatives, most of them, are in mm-hmm. Sweden, I still feel a little bit like an alien when I'm there because I'm American. <laughs> and most so. everybody speaks English there now, so that's not right. such a big problem. Well, they all speak great English, better than a lot of Americans. Yes, exactly. Uh, no. Um, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I I was in Ireland about 25 years ago, and even then, I, and, and even though they spoke English, um, I felt they didn't. They don't. Well, they didn't like Americans back then, 25 years ago. I'm sure they don't like them, especially like them now, given what we've been doing throughout the world. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. And the more you read now on the internet, the yeah. better. Um, look at the fact sheet from the government. They'll have a lot of good information about the country. Uh, the population, the size, uh, they'll have pictures, they'll have all kinds of background information. If you're really interested, the more you can get under your belt before you even go to visit, the yeah. better off you are. Yeah, and if you do go, oh, my gosh, you would love my family. They're so kind. Some Swedes are on the cold side, but my family, for whatever reason, they run on the more affectionate, warm side. They almost have an Italian feel, you know. They're um, very warm, you know, because a lot of Swedes are very reserved. You know, yes. and but yeah. my my family, I don't, I don't know why they're just a little more warm. You know, they're a warm, a warm 
Uh, we. Oh, that's nice. Did yeah. you learn any of the language when you visited Ella? Yeah, uh, you know, but I speak choppy Swedish, you know. <laughs> yeah. But uh, you could be understood, and they laugh a lot, probably. <laughs> yep, and you know what? When it when in doubt, Linda, just point. <laughs> I found that everybody in the world speaks Spanish. I don't know why they do, yeah. but they seem to. I got myself through several countries in Spanish, you know, because I do, mm-hmm. I, I do speak Spanish fluently. I'm not so sure I do so well now, but I certainly did back then, and it seems to work throughout the world. Why is that? <clears throat> I picked up Spanish in two weeks and taught, began to teach in the school system in Mexico in two weeks. No, it's really... Yeah. It's a very easy language because yeah. it has it's so simple. I mean, it, the nouns and adjectives are very simple, and it, the language sounds a lot of the words are very similar to English. <laughs> yeah. You can think about it. Um, uh, years ago, year, ah, God, um, well, I had a housekeeper who was who was Spanish, and I for some reason went to court with her. I think one of her sons got in trouble. We all went to court, and her sons would laugh at me when I was trying to speak Spanish. You know. Um, I, I, because of the difference in the in in some of the verbs, and the, you know it's it's a bit different, but you can still get your way around it. You oh know, yeah, Spanish and you know I'll tell you I have a little way to learn any language, because when I go to a country I want to talk with the people, uh-huh. and I can tell you how simple it is. I learn a few key verbs, okay, like I want, I need. Yeah. Um, yep. This kind of thing, and then I learn nouns, and I don't have to learn any endings or conju- you know any declensions yeah. or anything. Just the basic yeah. noun form, the first, yeah. and you can just slap things together. It's not perfect, but they'll understand you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And there, I know Ella probably has some good um, dictionaries. They have some good dictionaries, even with pictures, like for if you're going to a restaurant. <laughs> no, really, it's very simple, but like. Ellen knows everybody speaks English, and Sweden is a wonderful country yeah. for English. Yeah, they do. Um, Germany. When you, when you go to Germany, they actually they sound very American when they speak it. Well, they're more mm-hmm. clipped. They're more perfunct. You know. Or yeah. They have, um, there is a new yeah, program they, out that that supposedly that you can put it in your ear, and people who who are speaking a certain language, it can be interpreted in your language in your ear. I believe it. There's some little little thing they can put in your ear, and, and there you go. How There's a lot of handheld uh, dictionaries in very small format, maybe four inches by six inch. Like for Swedish, I know there's got to be. And you can just type in or use – it's got different programs – but it's got the whole language and the small little thing you can hold in your hand. You don't even have to lift, leaf through pages or anything. It's right there. Huh? Wild. Mm-hmm. Wild. Yeah. Okay. I'm okay. You mentioned Germany. I'm looking for. I'm looking for real estate in Germany. <laughs> How's Berlin? Is it, is it is it expensive? I wouldn't do Berlin if I were anybody. I'd go to West Germany rather than East. Oh. That used to be behind the Iron Curtain. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a little bit different. Mindset yeah. all the way okay. around. Uh-huh. But it's probably, you're probably very accurate about that. Up, up, keeps coming up with Berlin, property for sale. Wait a minute. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Oh, my God, you guys. Oh, my God. So And there might so, be a status that you have to have a residency status after six months, maybe to even yeah. buy property. 
some places, some countries, you just can't oh, fly in and buy something. You're right. Somewhere. You're right. Mm-mm. A lot of countries you can't. Even, I think, well, maybe not Mexico, but maybe, yeah, I think you can't buy, you can't just run down and buy a property in Mexico, I don't think. I think mm-hmm. they have rules about that. I could be wrong, but I think that's true. Huh. Do you have any family background in any of the European countries? Way back when. Um, I mean, I don't know. All I know is my dad was full German, um, and I don't know. I mean, I don't know. that. You know, I hate to say this, but I don't know that much about my family. I never have. We, we asked. Were close never asked. Well, right. we were never close. You know, we mm-hmm. just weren't that close. None of us were that close to even, you know, very dysfunctional. Very not, you know, very just a dysfunctional group. So. I'm going through this 29 countries in the European Union. I'm flipping through my brain with all of them. And quite frankly, I swear Scandinavia is a wonderful place for you. At your age, starting off a little later to on a new adventure. Yeah. Because I wouldn't like to see you in some of the countries like Slovakia and Hungary and uh, yeah. Yugoslavia yeah. and all these places because they don't have yeah. as much English, first of all, I'll tell yeah. you. Yeah. And if you think you're going to start learning one of these languages very easily, it's not going to happen. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> no, I'm, no, no, no. Yugoslavia and Hungary have never called to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> never. They've never, you know, been uh, areas that I've wanted to go to. Spain you could get through with your background in Spanish, yeah. but it's a different culture entirely. Yeah, it is. Uh, just like Italy find, would be. I didn't find them all that all that friendly in Spain. Oh, mm-hmm. more so in Portugal, however. More friendly mm-hmm. in Portugal than Spain. Um, yeah, I didn't think they were, they're animated people, but not that to me. They didn't seem super friendly. In Spain? Yeah. Yeah, no, Spain is... Like they're very, you know, they have a lot of, you know, energy, and they're very talkative, but they're not as warm as, like, the Italians or some of the other countries. Yeah, yeah I, was, I, yeah, yeah. I well, the thing I, The thing I did like about Spain and Portugal, those countries, was that they would all sit out on their, on their porches until, like, midnight, and it would be, like, so <laughs> social out there, you know? They don't thought, even well, start eating dinner until 10 p.m. Yeah, well, they have their mm-hmm. siesta, you know, and then yeah. they and then they go on, but it just always amazed me. Everybody's outside having a great time. <laughs> it's like whoa! I liked it, and I thought that was so great. They don't go and shut themselves in their houses and you know look out their windows at each other. They're out there. I was, I was in the Netherlands the day that the euro went into effect. That was January first of two thousand two, and. Um, I had never been to the Netherlands before, and everybody speaks English there, too, with a heavy, you know, Dutch-German accent. Uh Uh, To me, Dutch is just a dialect of German. I can understand it, but I can't speak it. So, anyway, um, I found the people very cold. The country was so dreary and drab. Uh, What country is this again? Which one is this? The Netherlands. The Netherlands. Really? Really? Flat, and when you look up, all you see is wires from trolley buses and from trains. Everybody takes trains. Yeah, but it's flat as the dickens. I mean, the highest knoll is maybe 20 feet. It's so crazy. I said I never want to come to this country again, ever. Wow. No. Wow. Mm -mm. Denmark's another good one. Yeah? Yeah, it's more related to Scandinavia. A lot of people consider Denmark as part of... 
uh, Sweden, Norway, and Finland. Finland has a different language. It's Finno-Ugric. It's related to Romanian, where Swedish and Norwegian are almost better to easier to learn. Wow. But I would never, I, I in my wildest dreams when I was uh, living in Milwaukee, working out there, one of my friends said, let's go take Finnish in night school. I said, oh, that sounds like fun. So I went, oh, my God. When you get three A's in a row in a word, I'm out of there. That <laughs> <laughs> was the most impossible wow. language I ever saw. <laughs> wow. No, thank you. Um, <laughs> no. Um, Ella, did your parents come from, from Sweden, or were they um, the first ones here, or how did that go? Did your grandparents they, come they were from Sweden. Um, yeah, I'm first-generation American. Huh, interesting. So, oh, so yeah, they're so still there. They're still there, or they're here? No, they died. That's they kind of died tragically, yeah. You know, the whole royalty thing, or the targeting, one of the two. <laughs> oh. I know. It was sad. It was very, um, it was kind of devastating. But they must um, have died young, because you're not that old. Uh, they did, Um yeah, my, they were 50, you know. Wow. So yeah. you were, what, probably in your late 20s, 30s when they died? Yeah, late 20s. Wow. Yeah, that's tough. Down there. They um, died close together? What? Were they close in age when they died? Yeah, they were the same age. They were best friends when they were... Um, they were best friends since they were teenagers, but my mom just kind of looked at my dad as a friend um, and they used to have a lot of fun together. And then um, she was actually engaged to a lawyer in Sweden. And then at the last second, she decided to marry my dad, her best friend. Uh, so, and they were together ever since. So, but, oh, uh, and, but they died when they lived in. So they lived in Sweden. They died there. No, they died here. They came up. Oh. Well, they w- lived first in Sweden, then they moved to Paris because my mom was a designer. Um, and so, um, then she studied in Paris, um, she did some teaching, um, she, then they went to New York, and they lived in New York for a while, and then they came to California, and I was born in California. Oh. And then they went back home? No, they didn't go back. I'm not following this. Oh, okay. No, we just we just stayed, they just stayed in the States. My dad oh, was an engineer. But the relatives was, of the parents... Are still yeah, there because that's why she had, right. That's why she oh, has so much connection. And uncles, everybody. You know, so if you're ever serious about going out there, I'll set you up with them. They're really nice people. Thank you. No, I was yeah. just trying to figure out. Okay, I missed. I I'd have to send you to my peasant, my peasant relatives on a dairy <laughs> farm or a cheese farm or something. That's fine by <laughs> me. I'd probably love them. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> None of them live in a city. <laughs> None of them. Yeah, that's okay. You know, it's beautiful there. There's country folks and there's city folks, just like in the States. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you still go back and visit them, um, Ella? No, I wanted to, but Luda, um, am I right? In, you know, the tickets going to flying to Sweden is like $2,000 a person or something crazy. Well, if you can get, if you want to go in the winter, it goes almost um, 50% less. <laughs> But it's horrible over there. It's very depressing, let me tell you. There's not much sun or shine or anything or daylight or it's really tough. And um, But I'll tell you how much I paid, and it's very close to Sweden. In 2013, um, I decided on the spur of the moment. 
I decided I had to get out of here because I was getting killed. So I yeah. decided on a Friday, and I wanted to leave on a Monday. I didn't think I'd make it till Monday. Wow. So um, I had to get quick tickets, so it cost me more. But it was um, $900 round trip. Had I had the time, I could have got the Lithuanian back for 450 Now, Sweden is a wow. little bit more expensive, but when you... If you take Finnair, it's a wonderful airline, and it flies all over Scandinavia, and it flies over the polar ice cap. So you go across the ocean, you go over the polar ice cap, and you come into Sweden, Finland, or Norway, any of the Scandinavian countries. And they are wonderful airlines, very reliable. They speak impeccable English. And I would think if you went in the regular time, it would probably be around... I'm guessing 1600 in the summer because that's when it's it's the worst, it's the highest. But you yeah, can we go have through. KLM is another one that goes into an SAS, the Scandinavian Airlines itself, yeah, out of Europe. Right. You have, see, you can't really fly nonstop from the United States over there. You you have yeah. to touch Europe someplace and make a connection. Yeah. And don't go yeah, to Frankfurt cool. ever. Well, everybody <laughs> no. sits down in London, I think. Seems no. He, he's yeah. Right. Yeah, no, you try to you try to get over on the mainland, um, yeah. either like in um, Scandinavia itself, or Denmark, or France, uh, or Germany. Pardon? Well, typically, my dad liked to fly to Norway, and we took a boat to Sweden. That's that's right. Do. That's a beautiful way to do it. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, but England is a nightmare. Don't stop in England because the airports are separate. Yeah. You might get fly into one like Gatwick and have to take a bus to the other airport to get over to the mainland you're better to fly right into the mainland it's about eight and a half hours across the ocean and then yeah. it depends what route you take yeah you're you're in your huh. fly usually at night and i you know the first time i went back in 2000 it was really something because i said to myself what if the plane falls out of the sky i'm not going to be able to see it's dark luda you're such a dummy you're not even going to make it to the water don't worry oh. about it <laughs> oh my oh my no but they all fly overnight you're overnight yeah. over the ocean yeah so you don't think about it. But I like to fly in over the polar ice cap. Like Finnair is a wonderful airline. SAS, yeah. Scandinavia Airlines is wonderful. So let's say you fly from, um, you're located in California, right? Yeah. You would probably, you could fly, I think, over to the East Coast. Then you'd yeah. change and get on some European airlines. Well, what, what my could, husband and I used to do is we would fly from California to New York. Mm-hmm. We would catch a flight I think, or did we go straight to London? Um, then we would fly into, no, we would go straight to, I think you could get straight to, I, I think we went straight to London and then took a flight from there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, to usually usually to Greece, um, which is another interesting country. Um, anyway. And another thing I want to tell you, too, if you're making reservations, my daughter really crucified me on my last trip. She said, oh, Mom, I'll get you really cheap tickets on the uh, Internet. It's going to be cheaper. Well, you know, I've always bought my tickets myself by phone. Called the airlines directly, dealt with them, and found out what days of the week were the cheapest. Some are cheaper than others. Did everything, and I got really cheap rates. She cost me about $200 extra doing it on the Internet. Oh, my. Yeah, so, you know, it huh. doesn't always work cheaper. But a lot of these companies like Dolores, uh, Kayak, you know a lot of them, Ella, because you look at the Internet. But there's a lot of um, tourist companies where you can get um, cheaper rates over the Internet. And they have, you know, flying alone, it's much easier because you don't need two or three seats. 
and they have to fill up the seats. So you can last minute even get really cheap seats too. Yes, yes. I remember when I went to when I went to um, Ireland, the the uh, agency that I was using, I made me laugh. She said, "Oh, do you? Oh, I said, well, don't you have some sort of a discount thing? Oh, you want a discount? Yeah, you know, (laughs) yeah." you can kind of, I don't know, you can kind of convince them to do what you want, I think, these agencies. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It's interesting, though. You know, would you suppose you should, if you're going to buy, if you're going to buy, oh, my God, if you're going to buy a home um, in, in in another country, do you suppose you should use an agent here to deal with that agent there or what? How would you do that? No, I would deal directly there. But I would be very careful to rent an apartment or a flat or stay with someone for a few months in advance before you. You wouldn't even know where it was best for you. You would have to. You really can't buy sight unseen. You really can't do it. No, boy. I I don't think. I'm just telling her all of my experience. You need to pipe in because you're from that area. Your family is. Well, well, just moving here sight unseen. It was such a bad idea. You know, I mean, I'm really not happy here. Um, And had I, had I. But then again, I was so heavily perped where I was that it was like anything, anything, I just got to get out of here, you know. And um, that's probably not a wise way to go again. I think you're right. And you might find maybe you can't stand the uh, attack over there. You just never know. Yeah. Oh, Bella left us. Goodbye, Bella. Hi, Bella. Too much to talk about Scandinavia. Huh? Yeah. Too much talk about Scandinavian countries and traveling. <laughs> yeah, I suppose that wasn't exactly, you know, but Bella <laughs> I'm sorry if I made anybody hang up. I apologize. No, you didn't. Oh, no. Not to worry. We're just here to chat and see what we can see. What we can see. But, boy, did Bella give us some good information. Oh, my God. About what? Yeah. Oh, God, about the new laws. and Oh, man. And, and, yeah. and the fact that... Um, that people who who talk against um, the government policies are now considered um, um, unprivileged unprivileged belligerents, and and the thing is, my dentist in his notes about me when I got upset with him because I did not agree with him about the crown that he insisted on putting in my mouth, he he said I was I became belligerent, belligerent. I became belligerent. What a what a word that is. Boy, am I targeted. Boy, I I, I heard that are. after Obama leaves office, there are 1,000 regulations, laws, and guidelines that he enacted that we don't know about and they won't be exposed until he's out of office. I don't know what these are all about. 1,000? I don't know. I don't laws? Know. It's just scary out there. I don't know. But boy, am I on their radar. I didn't even know how much until until um, that article that Bella listed. Ah, anyway, anyway, anyway. I mean, boy, that's boy, am I on their radio? That's so uh, w- weird for a dentist to call you belligerent. Don't you think? It is. That is. And that now that I've read that article, now that tells me what's going on. I am really on their radar. And they have destroyed my teeth, and they're going to just continue doing that. The one thing in Lithuania, I just read a big article today about um, wow. the one big clinic in the capital. Yeah. 
health in health care over there is much cheaper and honest to goodness the doctors are better. Oh, I um, so. yeah, and they like dentistry. So many Amer- Lithuanian Americans go over there and get full dentures or fruit canals. It's so much cheaper. Oh my God, and beautiful work done. It's done by highly trained, you know, wow. physicians and dentists and everything else. Yeah, I'm not going to be able to get anything done in this country. I don't think you should. I don't think I should either. I don't think any of us should. I think it's time to take care of her. I'm not even getting my teeth cleaned here. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Oh, they! Oh, believe me, that's when oh. my problem started. She, mm-hmm. she used some pumice thing on my teeth and just ground them down. That started years ago. In a cleaning, mm-hmm. in a cleaning, being cleaned, mm-hmm. and well, um, yeah. I was staying on a vacation, and I had yeah. a tooth that was bothering me, and I finally had to go to town. I was there for three months. I went to a dentist, and he said, "I can't do it here. I don't do root canals. You need a root canal. You're going to have to go." about 100 miles away. So I went down there, and I know now that that dentist put something in the canal where the root canal was supposed to be, the the nerve stripped and everything. There is something foreign in there that does not belong because I can touch it on the outside of my face any time of the day, and I have pain. Yeah, it shouldn't be there. When when my dentist started this chaotic mess three years ago where I here. Um, God. Um, all of a sudden, I believe this. Oh, this cavity that I found seven months ago. Now you need a root canal. And oh, by the way, it's not my fault. It's your fault. Exactly why? Because I had missed it and changed so many appointments. Two in ten months. Two appointments throughout that time had I rescheduled, but it was my fault that I had this sudden. And I don't think I needed it. No pain. I didn't need a root canal. But when I had when I saw some X-rays of my mouth after that, the root canal, whatever's in the root canal, shines like like um, um, Dr. Hall said on the call on Ella's call. If you have a, you know a, a chip in you anywhere, it will shine like a Christmas tree. It will light up like a Christmas tree, and that's exactly what my root canal does. It lights up like a Christmas tree. It I sounds to me that that dentist was contacted and was oh. told you were a target. Oh, and yeah. is cooperating in the syndicate been, in the system. And I've been to three different dentists, and each one has done more damage. Well, each they keep one. calling one another. Absolutely. Well, no, I, I don't think they called each other. Whoever is on my phone and knows exactly where I'm going, they're the ones that um, contact the dentist. And and the, the the term belligerent, really, an adult is being belligerent, really, boy. Boy. Ah, wow. I don't know, Luda. I think we... Luda, are you there? Uh Uh-oh. Anyway, anyway. Well, Ella, (laughs) you're there? (laughs) Luda will be back. I have a feeling she just got disconnected. No, her phone's... No, I think she had to talk to somebody. Oh. No, I think I probably should talk about this call if I expect anybody to show up, right? I started well, the, other day, the other day. I just the other day I just texted a bunch of people and you know like go hey come on you know. yeah well that was nice so. of you um, I suppose I should talk on the phone <laughs> I talk on the calls about it too because if 
if no one knows it's going on, they're not going to be here. Besides that, last week it started on Wednesday. Maybe they think it's Wednesday. I don't know. I really didn't want to be here this morning. Maybe nobody else did either. I don't know. Maybe that's what I threw my energy out as. Anyway, my friend, the two hours is up, and I think I'm going to go ahead and shut down. Thanks for coming. I appreciate it. Thanks for the support. I appreciate it very much. Okay. Well, thanks for having the call. It's a really nice way to start the day. Yeah, it's better. Um, um, Luda, I'm going to go ahead and shut down. Thanks for being here. I hope she can still hear me. Okay, Okay. take care, my friend. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.